Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the December 13th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we're going to look at numbers 2767 through 2772 of the Catechism. 3. The Prayer of the Church. 2767. The indivisible gift of the Lord's words and of the Holy Spirit, who gives life to them in the hearts of believers has been received and lived by the Church from the beginning. The first communities prayed the Lord's Prayer three times a day, in place of the 18 benedictions customary in Jewish piety. 2768. According to the apostolic tradition, the Lord's Prayer is essentially rooted in liturgical prayer. The Lord teaches us to make prayer in common for our brethren, for he did not say, My Father who art in heaven, but our Father, Offering petitions for the common body. In all the liturgical traditions, the Lord's Prayer is an integral part of the major hours of the Divine Office. In the three sacraments of Christian initiation, its ecclesial character is especially evident. 2769. In baptism and confirmation, the handing on, traditio, of the Lord's Prayer signifies new birth into the Divine Life. Since Christian prayer is our speaking to God with the very word of God, those who are born anew through the living water, sorry, through the living and abiding word of God, learn to invoke their Father by the one word he always hears. They can henceforth do so, for the seal of the Holy Spirit's anointing is indelibly placed on their hearts, ears, lips, indeed their whole filial being. This is why most of the patristic commentaries on the Our Father are addressed to catechumens and neophytes. When the Church prays the Our Father, the Lord's Prayer, it always it is always the people made up of the newborn who pray and obtain mercy. Twenty seven seventy in the Eucharistic liturgy, the Lord's Prayer appears as the prayer of the whole Church, and there reveals its full meaning and efficacy. Placed between the anaphora, the Eucharistic prayer, and the communion, the Lord's Prayer sums up, on the one hand, all the petitions and intercessions expressed in the movement of the epiclesis, and on the other hand, knocks at the door of the banquet of the kingdom, which sacramental communion anticipates. 2771. In the Eucharist, the Lord's Prayer also reveals the eschatological character of its petitions. It is proper, it is the proper prayer of the end time, the time of salvation that began with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and will be fulfilled when the Lord returns. The petition addressed to our Father, as dis, as distinct from the prayers of the Old Covenant, rely on the mystery of salvation already accomplished once for all in Christ risen, crucified and risen. 2772. From this unshakable faith springs forth the hope that sustains each of the seven petitions, which express the groaning of the present age, this time of patience and expectation, during which it does not yet appear what we shall be. The Eucharist and the Lord's Prayer look eagerly for the Lord's return until he comes. Okay, so this is the um, the section where, the you know, the role of the Our Father in the Church. And 
it should not be in the least bit surprising that the church uses the Our Father a lot, that we pray it a number of times a day, that um, every Christian should pray this prayer a number of times in the day. And it talks about the tradition of praying it uh, morning, noon and night, to pray it a few times during the day in the very early church. Some of the earliest commentaries we have on prayer are actually explanations of the Lord's Prayer from Tertullian, from Cyprian, from Origen, are the, the three oldest. Um, and they, they, they treat prayer as a whole, looking at the Our Father. Um, then um, also we need to see that it is an integral part of the uh, divine office, the liturgy of the hours, the traditional prayer of the church, that as we were looking at before, should become more uh, used. Please God, they will be uh, more used by everybody and not just by monks and priests and nuns, but that they can become the prayer of the church. And in those, in morning prayer and in evening prayer, the Our Father figures prominently. And then, of course, obviously in the, in the Mass, in the Eucharist, we find the Lord's Prayer being prayed, in a sense, as a preparation for communion, as a bridge between our receiving communion and the Eucharistic prayer, which is this um, central prayer of, of the Eucharist, the, the prayer that uh, sums up everything in the uh, in the Eucharistic liturgy, and where the um, and where the uh, uh, transubstantiation happens, where this um, uh, change of the bread and wine into the body and blood of Christ takes place, and to prepare us to receive the body and blood of Christ, we pray the Our Father, and so the Our Father is this um, um, very important prayer. A sense also an eschatological prayer, a prayer for the church that is at the end of the age, to see that we're at the final age. There's nothing left for revelation to do until Christ comes back in glory. Yes, we can develop in our understanding of this revelation. There can be a development of this um, of doctrine, but there is no new doctrine. There's no new revelation until Christ comes back again. And in this state that the church is in, where everything has basically been told to her, she prays the Our Father. The Our Father is the perfect prayer for us to pray. So we um, uh, we have the in brief section now from this uh, from this article. In brief, twenty seven seventy three. In response to his disciples' request, Lord, teach us to pray. Jesus entrusts them with the fundamental Christian prayer, the Our Father. Twenty seven seventy four. The Lord's Prayer is truly the summary of the whole gospel. The most perfect prayer. It is at the centre of the scriptures. 2775. It is called the Lord's Prayer because it comes to us from the Lord Jesus, the master and model of our prayer. 2776. The Lord's Prayer is the quintessential prayer of the church. It is an integral part of the house, of the major hours of the divine office and of the sacraments of Christian initiation. Baptism, Confirmation and Eucharist. Integrated into the Eucharist, it reveals the eschatological character of its petitions, hoping for the Lord until he comes. All right, very well. So tomorrow we'll continue with 2777 through 2778. God bless.